Welcome to the Primo House Podcast, the podcast about house music intended to reach, teach, and preach the genre. We are house music. I'm Cami Garcia, and we have the Primo House DJs, Anthony Garcia. What up, what up? Trey Garcia. Good morning. We're recording from noisy central west side San Antonio with our infectious mascot, Daddy Longbody. Thanks for joining us today. Our guest today is San Antonio's very own, the most connected, Nico. What's up, what's up? What's up, everybody? I feel like every time um, you like are around Nico, he has a story about everybody because he knows everyone. He's been <laughs> in the city for so long. He's like part of the fabric of house music in San Antonio. <laughs> a big old whore for men and DJs. <laughs> you could say that, I guess. Uh, yeah. <laughs> kind of friendly guy. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah, that's true. You know, we're good friends with my, uh, my buddy Gene from back Gene in the day. Gene. Yeah. Yes. That's crazy. I've known that guy for a while, yes. Right on. Good time. We'll get into all of those. Today we're talking about garage. But before we do that, we're going to talk about what we've been listening to lately. Let's start with you, Ant. What have you been listening to lately? Um, been listening to a bunch of lo-fi hip-hop. Yeah. What's going on, bud? You all right? Just chill. Um, nice, relaxing. Taking a break from all the upbeat stuff that I normally play on the weekend. So. Yeah. For me, I feel like Give my brain a break. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, lo-fi makes its way into my life when I'm like, got a lot going on. I'm like, this is all I can do right now. Nice. This is what I've got energy for. Good. <laughs> Good. Be easy on yourself. How about you, Trey? What you been listening to? Christmas music. The spirit of Christmas I've been. <laughs> oh, I, uh, so I just moved, and I had to move all my records, and then magically, like, four Christmas records popped out. Maya Carey? Uh, no, I don't have that one. That's an expensive record. Really? Yeah, it's a super expensive record. I'm surprised you don't have it. I don't have it. I don't have it. I have uh, Mariah's Ones. Stuff like that, but um, so Nat King Cole has a really good Christmas record, and Johnny Mathis surprisingly has a really good Christmas record. So I've been listening to those. There was like on repeat in my house while we we're like unpacking and getting ready for Christmas, and then. Uh, but I also found some older Vatos Locos records and Greenskeepers records that I busted oh, wow. out. Like I didn't even know I had them, to be honest with you. So it's kind of a cool thing to like find some gold on accident. Like I didn't even know I had this. Yeah. Uh, so I was just playing that on repeat and repeat, and Olivia's like. Uh, is that a different song? No, it's the same one. I've been playing it over and over. <laughs> Nico, what you been listening to lately? Uh, for me, I listen to a lot of everything, to be honest. Uh, I guess on a regular basis, uh, I, I love my Pandora, and it's either Mike, Mike, Mike Snow Radio, Kings of Leon, Things oh, of that nature, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I, you know, then obviously I listen to my favorite podcast here or there, you know, with <laughs> nice all the, all the big heavy hitters. But yeah, <laughs> that is one of them. He does listen to it for real. He I lo- like I love Anthony's up. mix. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, I mean, just a little bit of everything, really. You know what I mean? So yeah. I live country life. So Nothing I special just, right now. Nothing like that's like you've been listening to a lot lately. Uh, like something so, stuck in your head. Um, I, I guess for me, uh, I've been following a lot of you know Mark Farina's podcast, oh. you know, for Defected Records. Yeah. So that's something I look forward to on a regular basis. What's he playing these days? Uh, a bunch well, of good stuff. <laughs> yeah, a lot of good stuff. I couldn't tell you names because he doesn't really post well, the track listing, but oh, it's all his style, groovy, funky, jazzy mm-hmm. stuff, yeah. and you know, can't go wrong with Mark. So. Yeah. 
I feel like his style, every time like somebody says, oh, it's Mark Farina, I'm like, yeah, but what are we going to get out of Mark Farina this time? Because you never know. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So when you say, oh, it's his style, I'm like, well, it feels very broad. <laughs> well, that's what's great about him. He could jump genres and it's, right. mm-hmm. it's still a great set. Yeah. yeah. I saw him at 2 p.m. in Chicago outdoors one time play like all soul 45s. And then that evening I saw him at like 2 a.m. playing, you know, what he does, house music, like the groovy house. Yeah. This is insane. I was like, God, you're beautiful. You're a beautiful human. He's got range. Good guy. Good guy. So I'm going to do a couple things here with uh, what I've been listening to lately. One, remember how the last episode I was like, I cannot put my finger on what the genre is. Um, My Spotify rap told me what it is. It's alternative dance. Alternative (laughs) dance. Yeah. I was like, because I knew it wasn't indie. I knew it was something like that isn't like, like Chromio. I don't feel falls into indie dance it fell into alternative dance. Mm. So I was like, oh, that's so good. That's perfect. I love that Spotify does that for you in your, in your wrapped. Um, so that was my top genre this year. That's the first time I haven't had a house top genre in like two years. Or Deep House. Or Deep House. Deep House was for the past two years. Yeah. Like, I hate Deep House, but it's always the only thing I listen to. <laughs> like, I think you have a, a mixed uh, definition of what Deep House is. Well, dude, I'm about to have, I have very similar feelings about what we're getting into today with Garage. Like, I thought I knew. I had no idea. Uh, okay, the other thing I've been listening to the other day, Anthony and I went to go have uh, wings at Goldfeather. Are they the same people that own that spot that you play at, Nico? Uh, Goldfeather, as far as the restaurant? Yeah. Okay, yeah, they are the same owners, yes. So, Which is the new beer garden, Ladybird, that just opened up. So Goldfeather's is dope. Yes, very good food. And they're... <laughs> Spot, the yeah. So, Lady Bird just has his good food. Uh, I know we had a new sponsor. Uh, we had a new sponsor, yeah. Uh, well, awesome, thank you guys. <laughs> thank you all so much for the sponsorship. If anything, I'm trying to promote that Nico plays out at Lady Bird. What we do, we'll do the plugs here at the end of the show. <laughs> Sorry, my bad, my bad. But no, uh, so anyway, we're sitting at the bar, we're having our wings or whatever, and they're playing this playlist that was pretty like funky. I was like, I, I never do this, but I was like, what is this playlist? She said it was the Tuxedo playlist. I don't even know who Tuxedo is. Do you? I have no idea. Anyway, it's it was a super awesome. I have like, heard that. I don't know why. It sounds Tux- familiar, right? Yeah. The playlist is fire, though. That's cool, man. The, the playlist? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. The playlist is great. <laughs> I thought she said the place. I was like, okay, yeah, check out the point. We're not, they're not paying us. <laughs> no, the playlist. Try the chicken wings. <laughs> <laughs> they also had Trulies on tap, so that was fascinating. Nice. Yeah. Um, okay. Thanks, everyone. We're going to take a break, and when we get back, we're going to talk to Nico a little bit about his uh, process and him growing up in San Antonio as a DJ, who you are as a person. After that, we're going to get into garage, whatever that about, means. We're going to talk about what makes you think you can wear any barrel with Crocs, but whatever. We're going to get into it. And yes, we are. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Bloom Salon and Studio. Bloom Salon and Studio specializes in custom cuts, color, and styling. Specialty services like bridal, mobile styling, and braid bar are available upon request. Located in Almost Park in San Antonio, Texas. And we're back. Nico. Yes. Look, when I think of Nico, I think of somebody who's very well connected in like the DJ house world in San Antonio. Like, you know everybody. You have a story about everybody. Like, you've just been in the scene probably longer than anyone else is that accurate well, no, maybe at this table 
I'm old enough, I guess. I got in it very young, yes. Uh, but like in San Antonio. When did you start DJing? I started DJing at 17. And what year was that? Uh, that was 1997. Okay, the late 90s. Okay. Uh, the late 1900s. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah yeah started okay. very young got introduced to it um in my high school years my freshman year of high school yes okay so like anthony's already Don't out like at the clubs and you're still like in high school is that how that works well, this was that 19, time, timeline works 95 96 oh okay for okay. me yeah. and uh I, I was a football player and uh my cousins took me to what was known as the Cameo Theater, a legendary club back in the day, and uh, where I first heard uh, DJ Luch, Luciano, good, good yeah. buddy of all of ours. And um, yeah, so um, that was my first experience there, I guess you could say. And uh, You were still in high school when you went to the Cameo? Yeah, I was uh, 16 years old. You're the fan, yeah, that's yeah, funny how it's funny how that worked. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they, I hear a lot of stories of guys like that here. Like Tommy, yeah. he got started. I think he was like sixteen, seventeen, playing in clubs. And, so, sorry, go ahead. But uh, but no, yeah, I had a had a good experience there, and um, from there on, just you know, started kind of falling into the scene, and uh, not much later, going to raves. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. probably a month later, I was at my first rave, and. Nice. Uh, which was really big in Austin at the time and um, just, you know, had my experience with, with those, you know, for many years. And you're fortunate because you had developed a sort of that rave scene here in, in Texas or San Antonio and Austin with locals and friends that are still kind of in the scene to this day. Like my raving was all in Oakland and San Francisco when I was about that age as well, 18, 19, 20. And uh, I don't know any of those cats anymore, you know what I mean? A couple we keep in touch, but... Uh, yes, yeah, so you're fortunate to have that. And I think one other observation of not being from San Antonio and DJing here is there are these like waves of DJs that like you played with this era, if you will, and then you mm-hmm. then you migrated over here and you were playing with like the JJ Leonard's and then you, you still had this influence of other DJs. And then you're fortunate enough to just keep kept it going. I think some people fall off and they don't play anymore. Yeah. So, but yeah, you just kept it going. That's why I think it's probably why you have so many connections to Cammy's point. Yeah, I and mean, you're also a really nice dude. <laughs> I appreciate really that. Dude, so everyone likes to be around I tr- you. I try to be, man. I try to be. Um, yeah, I, you know, uh, just uh, I did take a little step back for a minute uh, from I guess the, gigging and the nine whatnot. Kids? Uh, no, not <laughs> yeah, no, it, yeah. Well, it was kids. Period. You know, having kids and uh, having kids in sports. So that took a lot of my time, but. I just kind of focused on that for a minute and just the family thing. But um, once my uh, couple of them graduated and moved on with their lives, I decided to really get back into it more, which was only about a year and a half ago, you mm-hmm. know, as far as, um, you know, getting my own gigs again and whatnot and, you know, weeklies and and this and that. So, um, yeah, yeah, you know, I always stayed with the music. Uh was a bedroom DJ, I guess you could say, for many years. But, yeah, no, other than that, like... You know, I just, I never left uh, the music, I guess. It was always with me. I just kept with it. And most of my times playing out were with, you know, friends that have their own things going on and yeah. invite me out. Hey, bro, come jam out. And I'm like, I'm there, you know. I yeah. got to get my fix here or there, you know. And <laughs> I was going to say, you so. did a really good job over the years, like staying away from crews and clicks. But you did at one point have a group, right? 
Yes. Let's talk, <laughs> let's talk oh, about yeah. that. Tell me a little about, about yes. that. Yes. I will bring the man up. His name is Paul Perez, DJ Chacho. DJ Chacho. One of my brothers from another mother. Uh, we went to high school together. So That's Paulo Simone to you. <laughs> he's, he's Paul. Primo House is on. Oh, Paul, yeah. you're right. I'm sorry. One of our, <laughs> no, one of but, our Primo House DJs. But um, yes, uh, one of the, your Primo House DJs. Yes, one of the one of the elite on the crew. But um, we went to high school together. Yes, and um, during that time, you know, finding this the scene, the music scene, everything. We were friends and started DJing together right around the same time. And uh, yeah, he had turntables before me, so I would have to go to his house and and blow his speakers and <laughs> make his mom and dad mad. Nice. And uh, which I love very much. Hope and George. <laughs> Shout out for letting us blow the roof off of your house. And nice. No, yeah. So we uh, <clears throat> we um, were playing together for a few years. And what was that called? Um, so we we uh, we named the group Saha. So we named it San Antonio Housing Authority. And uh, we That's played cool, a, we played a lot of parties together. Um, Let me big, guess, you were the landlords, <laughs> something like that. Landlords of house, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, and, and you know, at that time, um, uh, you know, it's just uh, playing wherever we could and whatnot, and this and that, and um, we actually got that name from uh, one of our first parties we had together with uh, our good buddy Eddie Spetro. Mm-hmm. Um, we had it downtown and. Um, and a small little warehouse, uh, which is they sell alkaline water out of there now. From last I saw. <laughs> oh, I know the right there by. Yeah. It's right there by Guadalupe. Flores. So, yeah, was, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The Pokemon. On the yeah, well, it's so, a Jetson Apartments or condos, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it used to be called Mad Media Warehouse back in the day, and this was uh, this was probably two thousand ish, and uh, we had our, our a big a good party there, and you know we rocked it and. Uh, I'll never forget it because playing with him, playing with Eddie, who's like, you know, got a name for himself and doing very well. Um, I was also, uh, I had became a father like two days before that. Oh, so it was a very big moment in my life, you know, as far as becoming a man, um, DJing, you know, and doing my own thing and whatnot. So uh, me and Chacho were standing outside the building and well, right across the street is the San Antonio real, Housing Authority yeah, office. <laughs> and we're looking at it, we're like, Saha, bro, hell yeah. So like from there on, you know, we uh, cool. we became Saha together. Cool. And it was just, you know, that's how that came about. But nice. um, yeah. I have a question. I'm gonna go way back to when we first started this conversation. You made a you distinguished between going to the cameo and then going to raves. I had just assumed this whole time that going to the cameo meant you were going to raves. But now I'm imagining something different. Now I'm imagining like it's more like going to a show. Cameo was a club. club. Cameo was a club. It'd be so. like going to the bottom kind of. Oh, it's um, a theater. It's a theater now. Cameo theater was the cameo theater, but it was also a club. You know, it was just named cameo theater. But yeah, they did a lot of other things there besides, you know, dance, music and dance mm. and whatnot. But like, you know, uh, it was, you know. Paint a picture. There's lights. Uh, There's a light as you walk in. <laughs> I know. No, okay. It was very Cause, dark. Cause, okay. Uh, I'm comparing it to what I know. Like in the valley in McCallum, we have Cine El Rey. 
And so in Cine El Rey, it's a theater, right? Um, it's like, you know, it's got a big sign. It, it actually kind of looks like the cameo. It's not as big, but, you know. And so we had shows there, and so they would clear out all the chairs, and there was, like, carpeted floor. But it wasn't a bar. But the, the cameo club wasn't, like, auditorium seating, like a theater, anything like that, right? No, it was, but it, was it like, had a big stage, from what I recall. But it was, the stage was, like, a dance floor. They would use it for that, That's too. Cool. So it was, That's like, multi-level in a way. And they had the DJ booth tucked away, but um, but yeah, I mean it was legendary for having some really good so parties and bringing. You're big dancing DJs. on the stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they had it, you know, like a two-level dance floor, I guess you could say, you know. So, um, but, uh, but yeah, that's as far as I can remember. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> saw some big big DJs there. Saw Frankie Bones there for the first time. Oh, that's so, yeah, Farina, they, Farina played there, right? Farina's played there. I mean, there have been a lot of people to play there, but my first, I guess, big experience was, yeah, Frankie Bones, I guess you could say. Did that you was, go see him this last weekend? No, I did not. Mm. I got to play the Primo House at Hondros. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> dumbass question. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> what the? I was, I was, was a test, dude. Was a test, bro. Uh, uh, How did that go, by the way? It was fun. Yeah, I appreciate y'all for having me out. No, it was a good time, uh, and uh, yeah, I thank y'all for having for me sure, out, man. man. We rocked it. That's good. That's good. Yeah, we had a wedding to go to, so we didn't couldn't make it to our own little holiday party. No, we went back. We did, but we did. Did we? I, I mean, know. we stayed for like half an hour. We I was standing tired. up on the patio, and my buddy was like, "I've never seen you sway that way," <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "I think I should go home." <laughs> Been out a long time. Freaking open bar at a wedding, and uh, oh, that goes. What's your favorite music to play? Oh, what is my favorite music yeah. to play? Yeah. I think. Well, let me interrupt myself. Let me interrupt you. I I think that all of us, especially in Primo House and a lot of our close friend DJs, do a great job of like not just being a house junkie, right? I think we all had our time when we did that. And when you're, especially when you're playing records, you kind of have to be a house snob and hunt and shop for house music only. Right. Now that we have digital, we get a little more leeway. I, I listen to everything all over the place. I was listening to Garth Brooks last night. I, um, so you do a great job. Listen, you're, you're very eclectic. The sounds you hear are very different. But what's your favorite genre to play? Uh, are we referring to like house in general or just any music? Whatever you want, man. Okay. Well, I mean, uh, I don't just play like any type of music. Like I prefer to play house, you right know? On. So, I mean, but even when I play house, like I play all types. You, you incorporate, know? yeah. You're, you're not going to just get deep. You're not just going to get funky, you know, jazzy or, you know, uh, tribal like you're gonna get all those you know and in one you know so you know it's a roller coaster ride and that's what i enjoy you know so uh -huh. you're at a primo house show and we're like dude we need you go up there right now 45 minutes which what do you is play? literally probably happened i think we have called nico in like that before <laughs> we need you to keep him dancing go what do you play uh what am i gonna play well i mean one of my favorite tracks which i just played at the party Dope. Um was the Junior Sanchez uh Daje um Be With You. Mm -hmm. And that's like that's a that's a track that never leaves my record bag, you Good. know what I mean? Like yeah. it's a banger every time. Like 
uh, whether you drop it early or later in the night. Like, right it's just always going to be, you yeah. know, a good track. It's to special hear. to you. Yeah, yeah. It's one of those tracks, too, that, like, you don't even have to build up to. You can just drop it, and everyone's going to be like, oh, I feel it. Right. I'm feeling this. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think more because uh, I bought it. Like, that track is, like, I think I got that track in, like, 2002. Nice. Right around there. Like, you remember purchasing it? I remember yeah. buying it. I remember going to a huge party and hearing Juan Atkins and Kenny Larkin back to back and they dropped that track which blew me away and then also uh, you know just um, being with good friends at the Mm -hmm. time you know so just uh, yeah it's just one of those tracks you know what I mean man that just brings good memories and always like sounds good on the dance floor for sure hell yeah I feel you as I dig through my records there's some that um, I'll be like I'll get the memory of buying it as I pull it out. I'm like, oh, then I'll see this like whole. So my whole time I'm playing is like this nostalgic little journey of like oh, I'm buying all these records. I'm like, oh, I love it, I love it. I don't even know what "Be with You" is. Sorry, I pulled it up. I want to hear it for a little bit. I'm gonna skip ahead. Oh yeah. a great uplifting track yeah high energy uplifting for sure yeah i mean it's probably you, you got to hear the vocal though that's like well, it's yeah. Yeah, of course. yeah yeah she kills so it. she's got some a great voice so yeah huh. Yo, you want to hear the vocals it's <laughs> like can play the vocals <laughs> no 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 sure or, yeah, go yeah. For it, it kind of tells a story you know what i mean What year did you say that was from? So that's like from like 2000. Late 90s, early 2000s? Yeah, 2001-ish to it. Uh, yeah, right around there. I'd have to see the, the record itself. But yeah, it's an old track, yeah. You all tell me if I'm wrong. But there's something from like before we had smartphones. There's a weird yearning in vocalists that we don't have anymore. Which is good. I mean, I'm all about female empowerment. Whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got it? I want it. Go by. Uh, that's fine with me. It just, it's interesting. Like, that's one of those, like, it feels like a, a strong yearning. Like, I want to see you, you know? And it's like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't think the vocalists today for any of the electronic music get uh, the props they deserve. Back in the day, like, these people were known. And, and, they, were, and they were also artists in their own right. They weren't necessarily music artists. Some of mm-hmm. them were just like in the scene in New York in the fashion scene and um, just had a good voice or, but they were known and they were like, yeah. they were paid homage and respected for that. Nowadays you just got a lot of good singers and, and it's just, um, or like studio vocalists who necessarily don't, don't necessarily it, get their credit. Right. And they're dropped over a track and, um, well, I don't, that's nothing new. That's the whole Martha Walsh sort yeah. of story all over again. Yeah. Right. And it, you know, it does a real good job of it though. And to keep it true to that spirit of like, uh, respecting artists and giving them their due as a disclosure they have a lot of female artists that are on their tracks a lot of male artists too but they're just like and then each one of them are i think uh, one of them is a pop artist in the uk um uh, keeble yeah she's amazing she's the one that did voices i uh, love that track mm-hmm. uh, i love her voice on it 
Um, and the one we'll get into in a bit with Doolittle. She's also, I think, a, a pop star in the UK. But yeah, they just recognize talent and you, you yeah. get them, collaborate with them. And we do, we and have don't a, just give them like a, you know, vocals by, right. but rather right. the byline. Yeah, the yeah. byline mm-hmm. with somebody. No, they're featured. They're not just a, you know, a, a loop over. Yeah, the, you don't have to pull out the, the whole. Yeah. <laughs> booklet to read who who was involved in this track hey bud is there anything you want to say before we move on uh do you think we're missing something yeah, i think i think it's know, a good segue to we're, garage you know, getting into we're talking things, about you know, disclosure uh, and uh, yeah. new york and Absolutely. vocals all right well let's move on let's take a quick break and we'll get into garage in just a moment and we're back. Today we've got Nico with us. DJ Nico. We're talking about garage. 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 Okay. So this one was a tough one for me. This was one of the hardest genres we've done in a hot minute. Um, so bef- normally we just go straight into the tracks, but mm-hmm. I want to go into the history first and then I want to go into the tracks. Because um, even as Anthony like was talking to me about it, you know, everything else is future house disco house but garage is just called garage well, the garage house well, and then there's garage house yes. right so well, it's synonymous with one i another. think that i agree yeah or like new york house we can go into the history but i think at, like at the most fundamental level garage garage is just house music or electronic music right there's it's like this i think uk took it over and there's uk garage too well, of course, right yeah. and and uh and i mean that's where yeah so I kind of view that always have kind of viewed them as the same because you can say house music and we know that there's at least six different genre, subgenres that we might play. Right. 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 And garage <laughs> is the same way. Right. They, they have their umbrella and then there's all these different uh, subgenres underneath it. So that might help kind of understand. A yeah. Little bit. Yeah. Yeah. There's definitely like big garage, like the big garage umbrella mm-hmm. and then a lot of little, you know, subgenres under that. Um, so I'm gonna just gonna go through like the super quick history. Like, let's start with Larry Levon. Right. We're gonna go. Yeah, we're gonna go way back to the very beginning. Paradise Garage. Exactly. So the reason it's called Garage is straight up, just like Chicago house is called house warehouse. This is the garage. Um, so this started in uh, New York, and um, it really evolved into Garage House. It, it started in New York with Larry Levon. Just it's just a mixture of soul, disco, and rock, and kind of Larry Levon's brand of um, DJing. And then it evolved in the '80s into Garage House, kind of kind of what we know today. But it really seems like the UK took it over. Well, without a doubt. And then it, yeah, and then, then it's it all, became UK Garage. Right. So right. there was like an American Garage, but then UK, and it, I feel like Garage. When you say Garage today. It's that UK brand of garage. Am I right? That's how I always right. viewed it. And it wasn't until I got into the history of it that I actually learned that that, uh, that it was even born in New York. But, um, yeah, I, I think it, them taking the garage title, perfectly fine. It makes way more sense. And we already had house. Right. We already had disco. We already had house. And we already had house music. So, yeah, that makes sense to me. Right. Larry Levin did what he did. Beautiful man. Yes, uh, I agree with you, Trey. Uh, yeah, dude, um, I mean, Larry Levan, we wouldn't have what we have today without him. So, I mean, he's like pioneer, you know, creator, this and that, right? So, um, but uh, for me, I guess, 
what really got me was yes the uk garage and uh you know it's the it's faster sped up the speed garage yeah. uk garage yes and then it was just a, there's only it was only it only lasted for so long and i you know me first hearing that was like 96 97 so don't yep. you know it only had like a three four year span where it was well really here booming. though because overseas like in the uk it's like still garage yes. that shit, yeah yeah I mean, it's like edm to this day yes it's still yeah like, exactly that shit was playing on the radio um but yeah. just i guess you could say here in the states for us but uh you know yeah that was like my first stint of hearing all that and uh yeah following well, the two-step yeah two-step oh yeah two-step not long after that you know mj cole things oh, like yeah. that mm-hmm. so um, so, you know, I, I, I was trying to figure out what house is, or sorry, what, do I say that every episode? I'm trying to figure no. out what house is. <laughs> <laughs> it's just my tagline. What is I think house? it's so it, it's just so diverse, man. And, and uh, I, I'm kidding. But I was trying to figure out what garage, garage is. You're right. It is super diverse. Like, my mm. notes are hilariously long. Um, and we're already like dropping lingo like you're already dropping two-step and I'm, i still don't necessarily know what that means i mean i barely have four on the floor figured out well that, der- um, that all derives from like a whole music theory thing of like right. how many beats are timing in measure how many the time sequence and how many how many drum kicks are in a, a measure two versus the four so the four on the floor four beat pattern all, all of that is, is just music theory right um but but yeah it takes a i don't know i think it takes a sophisticated ear to kind of like really catch it and understand the, the different the it's, different beats. It's like if drum and bass and house had yeah. had a baby. Yeah, yeah. really. Um, yeah. Actually, it it did take some some sampling styles of jungle is what the research I had. So some it is hardcore, kind of based some junglist and hardcore. Yeah. yeah. So that's not too far off at all. Um, what else? Did, I, you know, it, it, it was kind of funny thinking of garage versus house right there probably was a moment in time where you had garage versus house oh i listened to garage oh i listened to house there probably oh, was that there are people you, I'm if sure you at go the very to, beginning yeah and if you go to england right now or go to london you'll you'll have that same argument but you say i like house music they'll be like oh garage yeah well but i think for me like when i'm comparing the new york versus chicago mm-hmm. isn't it kind of funny that the the new york style is so much Faster, intense. It was a lot more like vocally R and B, that New York style. Yeah, a lot of vocal house, especially and back in the day, compared to like Chicago was more beat driven and funky and. And then San Francisco is more vocally right, but those are all generalizations that I think were like yeah. the 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 basis of that genre of music, right? The right. basis at that time of the sound that you would expect to hear. Now it's so convoluted, that it, it, it's so intertwined and intermixed that I, I mean I heard I was just I don't remember who it was I was just listening to something the other day and I was like damn that's San Francisco all day and the dude was from like Florida or something right. I forget who it was but but yeah it's just so it's so intertwined intermixed I think it's it's difficult and and we're also I've said this before if you think about the spectrum of music you know with like the spectrum of think about the spectrum of music we're in such this like niched part of house music that is the peripherals are leaning towards another genre on either end of it, right? But we're, we're I think we're super lucky to be where we are. But because I believe it is the best of the garage, it's the best of the house, it's the best of all the, the electronic music that we have, and it's just a special band. So we're talking, and I think as DJs we talk about the stuff we love and the stuff we really like to play, and we give pay homage to those DJs and producers that are just insanely talented but there's a lot of music that like i said 
murk, mur- muddies up the water a little bit, right? Right. right. I mean, then that's what creativity is, right? Yeah. If you're not stealing from everybody and <laughs> creating your own, you know, twisting it, making it your own, what are we even doing? Um, yeah. What else you got on the history? Yeah, I was going to say, I had some stuff. I had some long, I had a lot to do here. Um, I want to know which of us brought the oldest track. What do you, who think you brought, like, <coughs> early, early house? I think I brought a pretty early house. You said house again. I said garage. <laughs> garage. I, I think I brought a really early garage just because I'm trying to figure out what it is. Pretty sure mine is pretty old as well. Hold on. So, uh, oh, that's what I wanted to bring up. So the first time I got introduced to Speed uh, Speed Garage at all was when we all went to Chicago. When we went to... Um, Todd Edwards Smart we, Bar. Yeah, we went to go see Todd Edwards at Smart Bar. And Anthony was like, he killed it. And I remember seeing Todd Edwards move in a way that I've never seen a DJ move before. Oh, he had rhythm? <laughs> <laughs> it was just... a big just, white boy. Well, yeah, he was just like really intense. Grooving. And I was like, oh my God, I've never seen that before. And so now that I'm listening to it, I was like, okay, I get what he was doing. But like for my ears, you know, a novice listener, I was like, it just sounds like house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but well, he, he's a house DJ and... Right, yeah, producer, yeah, producer, and so, but I was know. hearing, but I was not hearing the intensity he was giving, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. But now that yeah. I know to look for it, I get it now. Can I play mine? I'm gonna play so Todd Edwards. I'm doing a straight up to Hot Edwards, so you think he was uh counting? You, you think he was like, no, dancing for, in such a way that, like, for me, I'm count. hearing house, I'm hearing groovy house, mm-hmm. that's what I'm hearing. But for him, he's hearing that fast speed, that, mm-hmm. you know. Now he's doing a show. He's doing the speed garage and two-step right. classic Todd Edwards stuff. But my ears weren't hearing that for some reason because yeah. I didn't know to look for yeah. it, if that makes any sense. Yeah, you, had, you didn't know that genre existed. matured there yet. Right. right. Um, and I really enjoyed it. I actually really regretted that we left that party. I don't know if you remember well, me complaining We went to go see it. Derek Carter, and then when we got to the Derek Carter party, they're like, he went to go see Todd Edwards. <laughs> Damn it. I'm still getting <laughs> shit for that night. <laughs> Still mad about it. You didn't go or what? No, I, I went, but I wanted to go see Derek because I, I, I was Ron Carroll. Did Ron Carroll play that night too? At, no, uh, that night no, that was the night before. When I, I missed that the, one because I went to go see something else. It's just so dumb, dude. I'm fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah, mean, and he went, he went to go to the party that we were at. Yeah. You know, that's kind of the thing of going out in Chicago, though, is that there's so much to do. Yeah, that it's just kind of a mess. But when you that's try how to do big of an icon Todd Edwards is, you know. I mean, oh my God. the guys worked with Daft Punk, did vocals yeah. for them, produced mm-hmm. for them. I mean, yeah, it was doesn't get any more house and disco than that. That guy's yeah. done, yeah. And I'm yeah, usually I mean, all for like jumping bars and moving on to the next place, but I was like, oh, it's pretty good here. Like, everybody was there. It was like a who's who mm-hmm. of yeah. all your the baddest yeah. Chicago DJs. Anthony, not even you saw somebody who was like from. Oh, Indianapolis, John Larner? Yeah, you're like, what are you doing here? And he's like, what are you doing here? Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, they act like he owns Chicago. <laughs> I don't remember getting a press release about you being here. <laughs> I subscribe to your newsletter. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'm going to do Todd Edwards, uh, Alabama Blues. Um, so this one I got like from this article that I'm reading, and it's saying that um, this one's known for its like very delicate vocal driven. So at the same time that there was like the four on the floor intensity, that there was like very delicate vocal driven. But I think Todd Edwards does it all. Right. I think he does vocal driven and four on the floor intensity speed garage. Am I wrong? 
no, you're he not. does a lot of broken beat and two step as well. So mm-hmm. yeah, okay. Yeah, that's what I, was saying. I wonder if this one's two step actually, but go ahead. Okay. Oh, I'd love for you guys to let me know which one it is. Two step. Yeah, that's straight up house. No, the article describes it as garage. One. Well, it depends on who the art, who the pup, uh, the author of the article is. Maybe because it's a little bit sped up and a little bit choppy, but it's still pretty much house. I'm gonna play a little bit more. Mm. God damn, it's beautiful. Well, first of all, it's fucking Saint Germain, so yeah, you know it's gonna be dope. That's a classic right there. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so you know, uh, that one was described That's a straight as having up track. delicate vocals, and I hear the del- no, but I get okay, okay. Let's remind. I because- get the genre. I mean, the garage influence and the intertwinedness, but it's pretty much still a house track. I want to go back a couple steps because when I was first trying to figure out whether or not to do garage, because Anthony, well, we were just talking about, I was like, hey, I don't know what I'm looking for when I listen to garage. He's like, it kind of sounds like breakbeat. So I hear that. Do you hear that? Yeah. It's a little jacky. I mean. A little breaky. Yeah. A little breaky. A little chunky. A little chunky. Uh, The bricks. I think the. uh, Hey, you don't have your. (laughs) Yes, but bricks. (laughs) God, I just said the most prophetic thing ever. Um, breaks are more intense. They got that, like. Breaks are more beat driven, and breaks breaks do not incorporate as many vocals like that. Like yeah. you're just not gonna have it, right? Um, uh, so, yeah, I don't know. Again, again, these are just generalizations because there are people out there that break all the rules and. Yeah, I and as a okay. fact that the first time I heard that track was in a house mix, so you know, yeah. it can go both ways. Yeah, it just that, depends. You know, so I guess I, I think it straddles all. Right. The fucking genre is like right. it's you could play it in any kind of style. I think that's what makes it a great track, yeah. right? So what I'm looking from you guys is not telling me what this track is, but telling me how is it break. And I think I get how it's break or sorry, see? Garage. Garage. Uh tell me how it is garage. I think it's because it's a little breaky, it's a little rigid. I think you described it as chunky. Again, I think I think it really depends on the source of the of the article. Because if you're gonna write from anywhere in the UK it's generally going to be garage, right? They're just going to speak in a generality that way. They're not going to really say too much house music. Um, in South Africa, electronic music is the number one sound there. Mm-hmm. And and that's all house music, right? Or electronic, what do they call it? Uh, that's, I think they'll go as far as to call it EDM maybe. But either way, you're not going to hear the garage term that much. Um, and maybe I'm wrong. If I am wrong, somebody let us know, please. But... Yeah. To be honest, if I heard that track and I we weren't having this discussion, I would think it's a house track. Garage. Yeah, I would. I agree. I thought that's what I heard too. Um, maybe because maybe because it's me, maybe it's, because it's Todd Edwards, they just automatically yeah, tie it with. It's garage. groovy. It's soulful with the with the vocal, and to me, that is just like sort of the epitome of house music. Yeah, I mean, and, and, and you know, 
like Todd Edwards, uh, his sound is always defined to me by his bass line and, and, you know, vocals that he lays over it. You yeah. know, he just has got like that, you know, really good heavy bass line, you yeah. know, always funky his- trippy, but, you know, it's always that garage feel, you know, yeah. at right. the end of the day. Yeah, I think his speed has a lot to do with it, too. I think he's got a, a really... You know, Anthony plays, like, a pretty solid 127. It's fast, but it's never... It doesn't feel fast. But the way that Todd Edwards plays feels fast. Yeah. And that's always been garage, speed garage. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's sped up, sped up house. Yes. Yeah. <coughs> okay, so... Yeah, maybe, is, I, maybe what, I missed the mark on that one. So. What is it, like 128, 130, 29? It's probably like 129, 130. And so they're generally, you know, not too, too much faster, but it feels faster. It makes a world of a difference. Well, right. 125 to 130 is a huge difference. Yeah. You're going to feel it. I play, I typically stick around 122 to 125. And, and 125 when I'm going crazy. You know what I mean? So yeah, That's I'm pretty much my range. But, but what I've started, I've noticed now, and even for some of our nights, that I need to go up to about 127. Uh, some of the minimal deep tech uh, stuff that I've been playing is all like 129. Um, I haven't ventured out and done that yet. I, I want to, but I notice a lot of, a lot of the DJs I respect are doing that, uh, that, play that, that play that minimal style. So That play what? Minimal. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. All right, Nico, I'm going to move to you, uh, what you brought for us, because you said you used to play you used to play Speed Garage Out, right? Yeah. That was because yeah, it was 33 it's... and a third button didn't work on his turntable, so everything was 45. <laughs> we played all at 45. <laughs> yeah, no, I had a little stint, you know, like I said, playing that, that uh, you know, uh, style of music and um, uh, doing things with, uh, with Chacho on that, you know what I mean? We used to play, you know, we used to... It was like the two-step garage side of Saha was Saha Crew, and um, we would have our good buddy Emmanuel Pinero, uh, Monks, MC over it, you know, and those were oh, always... cool. Yeah, those were always fun times. We actually did a big party at Far West Rodeo um, there, and, Does he you know... Does he still right? Yes, yeah. he does, awesome. yeah. Does a lot of jungle and drum and bass okay, as well. But uh But, yeah, you know, we were doing that for a good little while, and that was, you know in the early days and uh yeah it was fun hell yeah all right so uh you brought us new birth anytime we're gonna play a little bit of that You could definitively hear the speed up, the sound there. Yeah, but it's good. right. You can still throw it in a house. Hell yeah! Yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely. House set for sure. I'd rock yeah. that shit all day. I play it better than Nico too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, just kidding. Okay, I have a couple questions. One is that two step or four on the floor? Uh, that's more of a two step garage vibe. Yeah. So uh, that's from '97, and I heard that on the Ministry of Sound annual Pete Tong mix from 96-97. And that whole freaking album is fire yeah. from front to back. Um, back then, Boy George and him used to do the compilations, and but the Pete Tong is where it's at. And That um, dude's been mixing for a minute. 
yeah he's you know yeah, godfather huge. as well um but uh yeah so that was on that mix along with some other really heavy hitters that you might hear here in a little bit so it's a two-step um what else makes it garage oh you guys said it was you can hear sped that up. it's just sped up speed okay cool sped up and you know that bass line the bass lines like I'm, i think a more of a groovier smoother one opposed to like you know real speed garage like because mm-hmm. you're gonna get that drum and bass yeah. bass in your face the womp with that. yeah yeah the 808 all right let's go next Ant, you're going next yep let's <laughs> probably end on ants because it's gonna be way better than mine <laughs> <laughs> but but I did want to say there's a show um, based out of uh, England. It's called uh, People Just Do Nothing. Oh I've my ever god, seen you it. love that one! It's my favorite <laughs> show of all time. Ralph, what's your favorite show? But he uh, he plays. They play garage, garage, and, and, and they and drum and bass. And they're, they play drum and bass, and yeah. they have a a drum and bass uh, uh, radio show. That like no one listens like to. Like pirate radio? Yeah. Exactly. Right yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And they broadcast out of one of the dudes' apartments and, and it's it is <laughs> the best. It is actually and I, I've said this before, like when we started Primo House, I was watching that show and I started to fucking I'd be like, God damn it, we sound like them. Like, I, sound, I, feel, <laughs> I feel like them, like we're fucking we ain't doing shit. Passing man. out flyers <laughs> to mothers in yeah. the grocery store. Dude, it's amazing. It is people just do nothing. Yes, we're sponsored by them, but they are <laughs> a great. I wish. Well, and that's what I, how I felt going into this uh, genre was Speed Garage, and my brain was already like grimy. It is very uh, can be. the UK yeah. stuff. It's super grimy. But yes, it can. We be. just chose not to. Thank you. Yeah, I, grimy I think it can be grimy. I think that there's a lot of vocals that like like what you just played that has the more delicate vocals instead of the more intense um, that lighten the mood a little bit yeah i agree uh you know uh like you know speaking of grimy like for me like you know the grimy guys back in the day was a a a big group called a 187 lockdown and they did a lot of like speed garage stuff and um those guys actually produce house music too Mm -hmm. under the name phyllis brown and they put stuff out on like perfecto and whatnot so they also produced house music, but they were known for their speed garage, you know, and they did some big major tracks. And one of the tracks is, was was called Gunman that I was going to pick, but I I picked that other track just because, sure. you know, like I said, I could have picked, you know, so many. But but uh, yeah, those dudes were dope. And um, unfortunately, one of them passed away. Like, I think there's only one that's, uh, you know, still producing to this day. So but they were big in the UK. Yeah. Yeah. Another question. I'll probably cut this out. But <clears throat> Prodigy, Firestarter, what is that? Please don't tell me just straight up rock and roll. No, just more uh, electronic. Yeah, it's I'd, electronic for me. I mean, for, for me, it was sort of like it was my introduction to some of the techno-y stuff, right? I mean, yeah, I'm from Germany, never techno my whole life, but that was more of the electronic migration into. They were like the a mesh of everything. Yeah, yeah, they were like a okay, hodgepodge, a melange. <laughs> electronic music. So Firestarter specifically. That has everything like. That's what I'm saying. Okay, but that's good. That's good. That's that's art. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like, what do you mean everything? Name a couple things. Techno. Uh, yeah, techno, techno rock, yeah. drum and bass. Drum and bass. Oh, okay, Punk. okay. So that's what I'm. Con- uh, that's I think that's what I'm connecting is the like grimy 
I'm connecting it, I think, with drum and bass. Mm. Well, a lot of people can say that, like, dubstep came out of Speed Garage. Oh, I think you're exactly correct. I think yep. it does. All right. Mm. Trey, you brought us disclosure. I did. I, because... I have you don't to, have I to always, explain yourself to me. I'll look. I know. I know. I, know. <laughs> I just always there, feel like... I think in the DJ world, I don't think they get enough respect for what they do. They are always still paying homage to like the the classics and the real um, the real production that took place in house music, and these cats do a great job at it. Um, Anthony and I were talking earlier about their first record and how that was like all garage, like it's all all the tracks were a lot of crazy two step. Yep, Tons there's some grimy stuff. shit in there. And I just felt like this track just kind of epitomizes that for being a group that came out in the 2000s and still paying respect to their roots. Awesome. Let's take a couple. Um, <clears throat> it's like a little listen to Are you going to sing it? Don't you know? Okay, tell yeah, me what is disclosure. garage about that. I know disclosure is gorgeous. Well, the two step, pretty for, much for me. It's yeah. that shuffle. It's that two step shuffle. It's that two step pop. Sped up that, like uh, that baseline snare. Yeah, I, I mean, and then again that those vocals are insanely soulful. Um, before that, we leave uh, today, I want a back to back of a four uh, four on the floor shuffle. And a two-step shuffle. I want to play them back to back because I think that's where I'm struggling. Yeah. Like, let's two, play two classic. Yeah, it's that you know that that defined snare hi hat with you know the the bass line right there and oh. the kick drum. So, you know, you can the you can definitely like define it. You know what I mean? Do you play but, drums? Um, no, I don't. Oh, okay. And you could argue that that's a little bit breaky too, right? Cause yeah. That, oh that, yeah. That, sure. that drop off. It's that that quick stop like it pops and stops and and you feel that drop off of the of the break in the in the in the shuffle so that's yeah. that i would what was that first track you played that wasn't even part of today's <clears throat> um conversation but uh, the junior sanchez does yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, that would be a good example to, to play that one against this one you hear that sort of like just four beat count four beat pattern uh-huh. yeah Time Maybe I need one, you guys to count it for one's me. One's just more houseier than the other. <laughs> I'm so sorry. For this sure. is such a rough genre. <laughs> I mean, not rough. I love it. Like, honestly, like I said, I was like listening to it earlier today. I'm like, this is just house. I don't even understand how this is a separate genre. It's the same. I, I don't even see. The, I hardly see the difference. Um, but to, yeah. to me, like, Disclosure was, you know, a rebirth to that sound. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, they really brought it back, but, you know, with their own twist. And, um no, it really was because that sound was missing for a while, you know, and uh, they they brought it back. Well, this is where I go into Full where force. they were mislabeled as Deep House. Like, I I don't know how that happened, but, you know, 
Disclosure and all those groups that came out that um, the song we did for my last guilty pleasure. Um, spin, spin, no. Oh, no, no, no. I, the one I was going to pick, it was uh, Kiza. Remember the one that, that everyone does a oh, shuffle Oh, I know which one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, I, I just think that somehow they just got misnamed and they took over the deep house thing I've been able to beat that dead horse but, uh, yeah, I'm, but I'm that's why that. you're right I'm, I'm, what I'm trying to say Nico is you're right I, they did pay mad respect to like where it came from and, and I don't think that they should have been labeled deep house okay yeah. there's something in my heart that tells me disclosure is different and maybe you guys are pointing it out like I've never understood I'm like disclosure special but I've never been able to figure out why so maybe that's what it is uh, but yeah, I, I I agree with you. Everything cool is just labeled Deep House. <laughs> yeah, they put out a dope mix um, that I found on YouTube, and uh, not only did they integrate their stuff, which everybody knows, but they played nothing but like old school garage and speed garage on there, and it was it's sick. Like if you can find it, find it. But Disclosure. It, yeah, I think nice. they did it out of L.A., but uh, yeah, I played a bunch of old school classics with their stuff and sounded dope all right we're gonna move on to anthony's pick tonight and tell us about your pick so i picked uh, an earlier garage track i think it's from 95 uh a production crew from uh overseas uk called rip productions and up until recently i found out that one of the uh guys from rip productions is none other than tim deluxe yay uh tim's huge in the house scene uh played tons of his tracks he's super dope uh, and up until now, I didn't know he did garage. So, and I he was out. in RIP distro- uh, Yeah, he's one half. Time. Yeah, one half of uh, RIP Productions. Gotcha. All right, let's take a second to listen to that. Mm, I like it already. Keep it going. Watch. Sorry, keep I'm still going. trying to listen. Are you on? Yeah, keep it going. Watch. Yeah, here, right here. One, one, two, two, three, three, four, four. Two, 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 three, three, four, four. Three, 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 four, four. Four, 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 four. And does four on the floor go up to eight? Sixteen bars. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> but see, that's completely different than everyone else. That's like a classic that is U.S. A, garage track. Yeah. So if I just heard um, that, I would put that under Deep House. So that's not the one I, I thought you were going to play. I mean, in the vocals, it sounded like Miss Cure from D-Light. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounded like it, it could have easily been a D-Light track. Great fucking track. Yeah. That's a bad track, dude. So, okay, for that one, it's just that it's the two-step. That's a, I'd say it's a 4B pattern. What do you think? It had a yeah, it was predominantly four floor, but it had that it's those like floor. ghost little shuffles behind it uh, that you could barely hear, but it has that okay. that kind of like 
changes it up just what a tiny makes bit. A garage. That's a tough one. I mean, <laughs> it, maybe because it's a little bit more sped up. Maybe because it's I more do, of that, that New York sound, like th- those, like I said, those vocals. Like, what do you think, Nico? You look like you're about to say something. Uh, or you got a fart? No. Oh, okay, good, good. Neither or, but uh, no. <laughs> I, I, I mean, yeah. As I think it just has that, a New York sound. It like does, you know, that grungy, or, grimy, yeah. garage and, uh, sound. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if it because Tim Deluxe from the UK too. I mean, right. <laughs> right. 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 Yeah. But no, I mean, uh, yeah. I might start playing that track. There's two versions of that. That's why I was like, that's not the one I thought you were going to play. Do you have a, f- there's a, is there a different version that so I should there, play? There's a Speed Garage version the, the, as the well. The Rip 99? Or the- yeah, the Rip 99. And um, Tim Deluxe did, produ- that's, you know, there's just like two versions of that. So uh, there's like, a, I guess that's like a more houseier version versus like their, your original Speed Garage version. See if I can find it. Yeah, I'll but um, you know, again, that's the one I thought we were gonna hear because that's that's on that P Tong mix. Like I said, like you get there's nothing but heavy hitters front to back on that mix. Yeah, for me that felt like Deep House. Am I wrong? Um, n- n- yes and no. <laughs> the the reason I don't think that I would call that Deep House, and this is just me. There wasn't as much of a gro- groovy bass line. Yeah. And while there were vocals, they were sort of dubbed uh, vocals over it, right? Um, so like, yeah, so like in deep house music and maybe a lot of house in general, maybe the vocals are more prominent. Uh, it's it's more of not so much prominence because that's at the producer's discretion, discretion and the mix down and all that, how they, how they do that. The... In Deep House, you might hear more of a story and a actual track of vocals singing a song and telling a story, right? Whereas what we're getting here are just samples of samples okay. of a. Oh, okay. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, raise your hand. Oh, mm-hmm. uh. Okay. Track was right it there. the rip? Are you, I think it was something different. That's what my notes is. Is it the t- double ninety nine? The rip groove. Rip groove. Yep. This That's is it. it. Double ninety nine rip groove. Deep House will have a lot of more deeper. Groovy bass lines, um, a lot more of the uh, the house organ. Yeah, you you'll get more of the speed garage. Oh, I can already this. tell. I can hear this. It sounds yeah. like the Sugar Daddy, the or the CJ Bull. All right, let's. No, hear that's this a straight up fucking garage track. You know, and maybe it is the cymbals and the, the hi hats and the. Oh, see, that? this is garage already. Speed garage. Yeah, yeah speed it's garage. Already dirty, grimy. This one I get. This one is little. Super jumpy. Little jungleist. No, I mean, no jungle doesn't even be there. But, uh. I mean, yeah, a lot of those bass lines are drawn from, you know, the jungle drum and bass sound. But, yeah. yeah. Oh, I completely know this track. Yeah. Oh, shit. I totally forgot about it. Yeah. Yeah, I totally forgot about this one. Well, this one. Ooh, shit. Hey, are we going to play tonight? We play tonight or what? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I know. I feel like the drop is going to better represent what we're going for. We're going to drop right here in a second. So good. 
For sure, that's the epitome of yeah. This one, big garage, the wubs. It's got the wubs. This one is. I would see. This is the one. Like I see Todd Edwards going crazy to this one. Oh, like this one, I straight see up as garage, track. speed yeah. garage. Like I feel like that track is the epitome of speed garage. No, I mean it feels like it has all the right. It is. That's, that's a good so one. Funny because. Before the show, Anthony was. We were talking about what track we were picking, and when you said that, I thought it was going to be that version. I totally completely so I forgot another one. <laughs> Otherwise, I would have picked that. Well, we still got to hear it though. <laughs> well, this one's going in the pot. I'm cutting uh, the other one out. If I'm being honest. <laughs> yeah, this one, that one is. That's what I like. I imagine. Like, right. if you just, if I didn't do any of this research at all, at all, I'd be like, yeah, that's sweet crush. Oh yeah. All right. Cool. We're going to take a quick break. When we get back, we're going to figure out what the difference between four on the floor and two step is. We're going to do that real quick. Then we're doing a lightning round. Lightning round. Alrighty. We'll be back. And we're back. So uh, when we left, we said we were going to talk about four on the floor versus two step. And now I'm super embarrassed because I just uh, spent our little break figuring it out. And Nico told me what it was. And I was like... (laughs) I was like, I feel like that's too basic and I don't understand. And then I listened to a couple examples. I was like, oh, that's exactly what Nico just said. So Nico, uh, how did you just describe two-step? Uh, yeah, so f- four on the floor was just... Uh, the repetitive kick on f- every beat. Repetitive four kick beat, you know, he's either going to get something new or get something less. And... Uh, and then the two step was just more of the break, break beat, beat sound, like, you know, just yeah. it's, it's more of a staggered beat. So yeah, right. yeah Nico kind of sang it to me. He was like, yeah, it sounded out right. And I was like, that's just drum and bass. And he's like, yeah, that's kind of slowed down a little bit, but yeah, in a sense. Yeah. So I just like googled it, and I just like pulled up an example of like what floor on the floor is. And we're just gonna do straight up disco. We're not even gonna do house because I think it's a lot easier to hear in just disco. So we're just gonna do BGs, staying alive for a little bit just to hear it. Um, if anybody wants to like count or whatever, you are welcome to. Um, but yeah, it's like Nico was saying, like it just seems to change at every four. Four. So you count four, and something changes. You either get more, you get less, or you, it just changes. That's exactly what, like, it changes every four. Anything else? Any, anybody no, want to add anything? It's That's the bars, the best. Kicking the drum every, every beat, every beat. All right, kicking the drum. Bars, yeah. All right, pretty simple, pretty easy. Um, and then just real quick for just like a, this is just a straight up drummer on doing a two-step drum loop. That's all he's doing. Me and you. 
That voice is in my head. <laughs> That's the song you were trying to think yeah. of earlier. <laughs> well, that's a disclosure track too. Yeah. yeah. But oh, yeah, shit. It's, that's fine. Yeah, it's good. Great. But yeah, that's I get it now. I hear it, and now I see how disclosure is tap. just garage, because it's just it's that drum loop. Okay, y'all, I got it. Good. Just good, uh, good. you know, an hour and forty-five minutes in, figured it out. Thanks, y'all. In a year into the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) A year into the podcast. Look, this genre actually caught me by surprise. I had no idea. I thought we, last time we did the podcast, I thought we were going to do Jackin. Here we are doing Garage. Well, I I even talked about something a while ago. I I took music theory, and I don't know if I could teach the difference between uh, a a two-step, two-beat versus four. I I don't know. I think we just did it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying I don't know if I could do it, like, verbally. Like oh, gotcha. Teach it. You know? and, they, and they comprehend and like, what you yeah, said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It helps if I weren't drinking, but whatever. <laughs> well, that's, that's why the examples help. All right. We're moving on to the lightning round. Yeah. Lightning round. Welcome to the lightning round. Before we go, we have some questions for you, Nico. Answer them without Alrighty. explanation. Are you ready? I am. Lightning round. You're stuck on an island. Pick one album you get to take with you. Uh, Bob Marley Exodus. Oh. You are Dan's friend. I mean, yeah, I just, at the end of the day, like, I feel there's two sounds in this world that uh, everybody knows. One's house music and one's reggae. <laughs> it's yeah, in our souls. Yeah. It don't matter where you are in this world. <laughs> What's your favorite curse word? Fuck. Good. If you could collaborate on an album or a single, who would you do that with? Mm. Pablo Simone, <laughs> Church Diddy. Uh, Dead or know, alive? That's a good one. Dead or alive? Yeah. Eric Morillo, you know. Oh, sure. uh, controversial. Very, 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 but um, a king of the craft. You know what I mean? But uh, you know, despite uncircumstances, <laughs> unfortunate. Creepy things, dude. But good producer. Very good producer, very good DJ, but uh, yeah. Oh, Michael Jackson Creeper. situation. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, just, you know, very unfortunate with his story, but, no worries. you know, he was uh, one of my all-time favorites, you know, I, I could definitely say. Subliminal? And, yeah, just seeing him play live, you know, if you got that experience, you know, you just, you know. So, yeah, you separating just, that, that man from the artist sort of situation. Yeah, exactly. I guess you could say, yeah. yeah it's, you know. What's your most commonly used emoji? Uh, it's the smiley face with the sunglasses, yeah, like the cool guy. Cool guy. I'm not surprised. The worst track um, somebody's ever requested from you? Uh, well, I mean, just uh, whatever's not house music, because <laughs> I don't play anything else. You know what I mean? <laughs> so for me, it's like Bad Bunny. Know, yeah, all that. You know, I like Bad Bunny. Don't get me wrong. I I love reggaeton and all that. You know, but uh, I don't play it. So right. Don't ask I, me I for it. I teach that etiquette, man. But yeah, you're right. What's your favorite thing to barbecue? Uh, steaks. Nice. I mean, good, good steak, uh, ribs. I mean, you know. How do you uh, do your steaks? Medium rare. Yeah, that's right. Bloody. Do you yeah. put butter on them? Do you put butter on them? Uh, I do sometimes. You do? Sometimes. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, either, usually it's after. You know what I mean? After. I'll okay. put it on after, yeah. But huh. of course, yeah. I'm a big barbecuer, big time. I know. That's why I asked the question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Know. What's the shittiest gig you've ever played? Shittiest gig I've ever played? Um, 
Uh, probably have to be a wedding. Yep. Uh, and I've done a couple, and they were either for family or friends, and like I feel bad about it, but like, you know, I just don't do that. And uh, you stopped was, doing weddings. Yeah, I was just you know at the end of the day trying to help out family and friends for that, you know, and that's just not me. So uh, it just doesn't go well. You know, the two times I've done it have been horrible. I feel like I'm so tempted <laughs> at this point, like how often um, people ask us. And, and I'll say, that yeah, he'll do it, but he's not going to play anything you want. And they're like, the hell he won't. I'm paying him. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. well, then you just bring your phone, and we'll charge you $300. And 300 I'm always like, if you want me to play what you More want, it's 1800 1800 Yeah. I mean, it's, it's if you want me to play what you want, if, if you are looking to have a house-curated wedding reception, you know, and I can go a little outside of it. Yeah, not too Go far. Funky, yeah, yeah I mean, it's easy. Eleven hundred still. I mean, it's yeah. No, I mean, uh, no. I have done. Like I said, I I take that back. I said two gigs. I've done three in my lifetime, and you know, that one did go well, which was from my sister and my brother-in-law. But the other two that I did for family and friends were not that good. Because so. they wanted you to play like. Uh, it just didn't go as planned, I guess you could say. And, you know, one of the, one of them was, you know, before I even went digital, I was playing records and I had to download right. music on CDs and one of my oh, CD players mess. crapped out. Oh, so it man. was like, you go to your yeah. car and get your Sony Walkman. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I was like, uh, yeah, just, you know, bad timing, but, uh, yeah, one of those. That was it. It wasn't like the music selection. It was just like bad equipment issues. Pretty much. Oh, yeah. that's. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. You even burnt the whole CD. <laughs> you torrented the music. <laughs> Just kidding. Alrighty, that is it. We are at the end, but before we go, let's get some plugs in. I am really bad at editing these on time, so y'all just give me some more generals. Don't give me specific dates. <laughs> what you got, Nico? What, what you, you working on, on, man? Me first. Yeah, what uh, you working on? <laughs> So I do second Saturdays at Remedy CBD on South Presa. That's and, right. And uh, I've been doing that for a little over a year now. Congratulations. Thank Those you, sir. Uh, yeah, it's fun, you know. And, you know, we're out there hanging out. Got vendors and uh, people selling crafts, artwork, all that good stuff. And um, uh, I also just recently started Lady Bird Beer Garden. Where is that? On Hildebrand uh, and San Pedro. And okay. Right next to Cream? Next to the yeah, spot. Right, right, right down the street from right down the street dope. from there. Yeah, right so, shout out uh, Simon, who's why I'm here. Simone. Okay, right on. Uh, yeah, so it's a good spot. Got good food, drinks, all that good stuff. Uh, catch me eight to one there on Fridays. Nice. Yeah, every Friday. Every Friday for the most part until good we stuff, keep it man. going. We'll see how long it goes, but uh, I mean, I'm fortunate to be in a, a cool new venue. You know what I mean? And spot. Dude, and I want to shout out your friend with the coffee. That guy who roasts his own coffee beans out there. He doesn't go very often, but when he does, the coffee tastes like peanut butter. It is mm. so good. I believe he has a little shop about, now. Yeah, I believe we're talking about James Mireles, the owner of Pulp Coffee. Yeah, Pulp. he mm-hmm. has a little pop-up right next to Remedy now. You're kidding. Oh, right I told you last time. Dude, oh. his stuff is so good. I didn't yeah. know he was there now. I, I, I miss Southtown. <laughs> Bro, you just moved out of there. Like a week ago. <laughs> yeah. All right, what are we plugging? Well, we have uh, Primo House Saturdays at Hondros still going into uh, into the 2023, and we start up again on January 7th. We'll have um, Spoon, Anthony, Alan Balon, David Isaac, 
Um, I'm not sure if they're all participating in this on the 7th, but uh, that's our lineup then. And then, again, uh, we do every other Saturday at Hondros, so then we would, the next step would be Chacho, Fantastic Dan, myself, and uh, Daniel Enriquez on the 21st. So we're starting up every other Saturday, uh, 7th and 21st. Um, we're going to go through. We're coming up on our uh, three-year celebration for Primo House. Uh, we'll do that in the February time frame. And then we are also starting up at a couple of new places in 2023. Um, not at liberty to say the names yet. Still working on the details, but uh, we will give you two more places to, to hear some house music in 2023. So yeah. we're really excited about that. We're rebranding re as well. We yeah. have uh, nice. a new logo created by our own Fantastic Dan. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's in his name, Fantastic, and uh, it's uh, we're excited about it. We've leaked it out a little bit, and we will be promoting it here coming up. So we have. I just gave Nico here our, our great guest. Just gave him some a magnet, some stickers. So yeah, excited about some that. Swag. Some swag, some swag, swag bag. Yeah, we get. Did you get the iPad in the mail? <laughs> I'm waiting for it. Still. Okay, uh, probably. Yeah, man, it's stuck in China somewhere. <laughs> man, speaking of David Isaac, uh, he went back into uh, our archives and he uh, mastered all of the old episodes. So oh, if you that's huge, dude. So if you thought all the old episodes were funky, you couldn't listen to them, whatever. David Isaac, he's a master of sound. He went through and fixed them all. So listen to them; they're gorgeous. I yeah, mean, he knows great. what he's doing. That's not, that's really big news, actually. So he mastered all of our previous podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> Good. That's huge, man. The dude has two Emmys. I heard. I'm not, like, I'm not, I'm not for bullshit. sound. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, huh? Go for it, dude. Oh, and what you got to plug? Shit. Well, like Trey said, uh, I do every first. Uh, oh, can you hear me? Yeah. Yep. Uh, me, myself, Spoon, uh, Alan, and David Isaac, we do every first Saturday of every month at Hondros. That's right. That's Prima House Collective. Uh, every third Friday, uh, me and the homie Adam Madrigal, we do fresh, <coughs> fresh Funk Fridays at Southtown 101. That's going well. Yeah, uh, next in January will be our six-month anniversary, which oh, is crazy. Sure. So, Dude, time flies. So we'll be celebrating that in January. And then um, just recently I got asked by my homie, uh, Bobby Vallejos. He's the owner of Native Soul to do uh, a guest mix for his label. Um, me and him go way back. Uh, me and John, when we were doing The Hustlers, we... Uh, did a track on his label. We did a remix for JT Donaldson uh, oh, for sure. that label. So beautiful. Uh, he hit me up, wants me to do a mix. So I'll be working on that, and uh, that'll be out hopefully in the next month. Right on, man. Yeah, and hopefully we get some. Uh, that's some of our goals for this year: more mixes out. Yeah, um, I'm so not not trying to one up you, but I also just did get asked to do a mix for uh, uh, John Forbes and their their nice. they're right. working on. So uh, okay, John Blatz. And, yeah. And, uh, so I will be uh, I'll be doing that here. It's due by the fifteenth, so I'll be getting that out. Really excited about that because it kind of I like when I get the pressure under me to yes. do it. Because when I when it, I love that he I gave had. you a date. I yeah. was just like my yeah. heart just fluttered a little bit. I was like, yeah, he gave yeah. you a date. So excited about that. Uh, stay tuned. We'll be uh, promoting that nice. as well. So wait, you have uh, some mixes you're working on? Uh, yeah, I do a monthly mix. As a matter of fact, really, it's forty Are minutes you? of funk. Cool. Uh, yeah. It's forty minutes of music and i just you know play what i'm feeling what do you release it on uh i put it on soundcloud so what's your sound personal so you can find me under nico gonzalez on soundcloud nico and, gonzalez uh, with an s at the end right Z. correct yes yeah. S. and uh Z. yeah my, uh z-a-l-e-s correct yes yeah. s but uh but yeah you know and other than that you know you can find me on instagram at uh 
G, uh, DJ Nico 210. So, okay. Yeah. Board board. But uh, stay in the loop with that. Look out for those mixes. Yeah. Okay. Well, Nico, thanks for joining us on yeah, this. Yeah. Uh, this is an extra long podcast, but I think we really had a lot to figure yeah, out with man. this one. So thank you for <laughs> so being excited patient. for you to come out and talk to us. Yeah, yeah. that was really awesome. Thanks thank for Thank you very much. I uh, appreciate it. Yeah, I know. I love the little bit of San Antonio history we got as well. So thank you for that. We were joking about coming naked. Next time we're close. Uh-oh. <laughs> it's a local. It was weird. It was weird, but whatever. <laughs> Wait till it gets warmer. <laughs> and to our listeners, thank you for checking in. We are all House Music. Primo House. Goodbye. Yeah.